You're waiting for that record button and we are live good morning everyone a little later than we normally go on a friday but why not when you got busy busy things going on it just happens that way good morning everyone it is friday which that means it's fantabulous friday and this is carol sue aka naughty bus live with two sisters and good morning everyone my name is janice malillo aka wellness diva on that heart rate monitor Yes, we are appearing live today. It is in the Northeast, chilly, snow, freezing weather. We finally bit the bullet and turned the heat on. So. Yikes. Well, God bless you. Uh, <laughs> Tina has sent me, our daughter sent us some, a little bit of some video clips of the kids already playing in the snow and they've already been out sled riding today. They've got a little hill where they are and so they have their little snow tubes and they've been going up and down. So they're loving it. And I'm loving it that I'm not feeling that. Uh, I just actually came in from two and, a half, two and a half hours of playing pickleball. My knee held up great, feels good. Uh, a friend here that I've met uh, since we've been here is now also playing pickleball. So she joined us and then we had a foursome with another gentleman uh, who is a was a retired power is a retired pastor the sweetest man his name is Paul so we played for two and a half hours and actually we left him he's in his 70s he's still he's doing the round robin today but of course we knew I knew we had the uh, podcast so I uh, only played two and a half hours but uh, I won two games so I was pretty excited about that it's a good feeling when you win, but it's even a good, it's even a better feeling when you see progress because it's so good that, you know, you put yourself out there to try something new that you're not familiar with. I'm not familiar with the game. I do like, I'm pretty decent, I would say, at um, ping pong. And I definitely love badminton. And it's a combination of those two plus tennis. And I suck at tennis. So I was really, you know, I was really apprehensive about trying to, start something new something that's totally unfamiliar smaller courts than tennis but I am like addicted so addicted that my goal um obviously I'm gonna meet up with another pro next week for another lesson you know we're getting better John's already I would say he's more intermediate I'm still a beginner but I, I got some great serves in felt good to get out uh in the fresh air and also move my body so two and a half hours in it felt good. So that's how I started my fantabulous Friday. You started it off with snow, but mm -hmm. obviously we didn't do our podcast yesterday. We had a, uh, you guys were busy off to New Hampshire. Hey, Jerry Seinfeld, that darn cat trying to claw my couch. Get out of here. Drives me insane. How did your morning start off today? It went great. <laughs> Excuse me. I decided to sleep a little Later, which is something that I normally do not do um, because I knew we weren't doing the podcast at 9 a.m. Um, but I decided that if I'm going to do that, um, when I wake up, I make my bed, you know, obviously do my thrive. And then right after that, I get it in. So I was happy that I did that. You know, I always love, everybody knows how much I love kickboxing. I am addicted to it. I think that's a good thing to be addicted to. Um, now, <laughs> Gary happened to be downstairs with his cousin, GA, who li lives with us. 
um, where we used to live downstairs. There's three separate living areas within this house. So my kickboxing bag is in the small TV room way on the other side of the house. So GA's kitchen area is right underneath that. So knowing that everybody's up, you know, normally I don't kick it as hard, but I was kicking the crap out of the bag. I have the exact same bag that we have in the studio. So all of a sudden Gary comes running up after probably, I think I was in the fourth round. He said, you got to stop kicking the bag so hard. You blew out two light bulbs and the, um, the wine glasses over the sink were jiggling and then a couple of them smashed out. So, oops. Oh, well. Um, so I went down <laughs> after I got done with kickboxing and, you know, I'm like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. He's like, ah, don't worry about it. You know, no big deal. So we were discussing new areas to um, put the bag in and one thing I do have to do is uh, now I'm on the hunt for um, I really need a very good gym mat because it does need some give when it because when I front kick it it goes forward and so the right. force hitting the ground and it was a lot of front kicks and I was like bam you know what I would think I would say honey why don't you want to hold the bag for me you don't really have to hold it just kind of stand there and then kick the bag and see if it hits him in the face. Well, you know what? The GA always says, oh, I can't wait to, if I hear something going on upstairs, I'm just going to get my my uh, cell phone out <laughs> and start filming and see you beat the crap out of Gary. Of course, that's like, ah, that will obviously never happen. No, no. That's so funny, though. But yeah, so where are you thinking about moving it? Because it's, it's a pretty big bag. If, if for those of you who've never seen a punchy bag, they're, they're pretty big. Especially because it's a freestanding one. It's not one that's hanging from a right. ceiling or whatnot. It's, it's freestanding. They're pretty big and heavy. Well, originally we were thinking right here in the media room. But we decided that, you know, for aesthetic reasons, it's probably not the best place. So we're going to put it in the room next to the media room. Oh, yeah. Daddy's old room. Yeah. Yeah. So we move stuff around. Um, and get a nice, nice mat. So for now, I, I'll just keep it over there. But you know, right. I have to go like really light on my front kicks and not give it that. Because let me tell you, I was kicking that thing. Bam. Awesome. I think actually that would be a good area of the house to, you know, it's kind of in the middle of the house and make that into like a little gym area. I think uh, Daddy would like that too, knowing that you know his his space is being utilized for health and wellness, and that's a good thing because he was a firm believer in that. And um, speaking of health and wellness, I'm super excited. Wanted to share this because you know our company does so much for so many good causes. So right now they're doing a BOGO, but what I like about the BOGO, it has to do with our third step, which is our wearable nutrition. It's the cancer awareness because most everyone knows October is breast cancer awareness month. So what they do is they um, we have our DFTs and obviously there's the pink ribbons and whatnot. And for every purchase, five dollars of that goes to the breast cancer awareness. Uh, so we're going to post that up later. But I love it that, you know, our company does give back to the community. Uh, we're coming uh, up at that time of year. We usually do toys for tops. 
they really, uh, a lot, a lot of um, feed the hungry. We, we do so many different things that are, you know, impacting our community. And it's such a, it's, it's good knowing that we put our names and attach our names to something that is uh, obviously for health and wellness, giving you a good gut, giving you, you know, whether you need to gain weight or lose weight, sleep better, have that great energy, sustained energy uh, with all our great treat products. We've got, you know, great pro bars or whatever, but to know that they uh, attach themselves to good, worthy causes is so important. So this morning when I got up, I did see, um, and you know me, I love to share, you know, what's, what's, you know, what's going on. Obviously yesterday was trending Thursday. We didn't do trending Thursday. So we're going to kind of combine that with Fantabulous Friday. And I thought, what is so, I mean, it's grateful. I always say, you know, have your miracle morning, get that fresh start to your day. Uh, don't wait for a specific theme day to do that because we live by things obviously each day, but, you know, put your, put your, put your mindset in that good, 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 goodwill position that you know you're setting yourself for success, whether it's your physical being, your mental well-being, whatnot. So um, I did uh, actually see a, uh, a, a tweet that was, was it's actually a tweet that was taken down um, from uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, or uh, AOC, as most people frequently refer to her as. And this particular tweet is actually from uh, May of 2020, and it's a tweet. It's a real tweet. Some people don't think it's a real tweet, but it's actually a real tweet that was actually taken down. But, you know, it's so funny when you, you know, you tweet and you have access to social media and you use that as part of your platform, which obviously she does. She is in Congress. She's considered a freshman Congress member. Uh, but this is what she wrote um, uh, let's see, it was May, uh, let's see, double check, May 30th or May 20th, uh, 2020. So this, this past year. And I thought, wow. Um, and it says, it's vital that government governors, so she's addressing this to all state governors, it's vital that governors maintain restrictions on businesses until after the November election, because economic recovery will, hump, will help Trump be reelected. A few business closures or job losses is a small price to pay to be free from his presidency. Keep us closed. And why that, you know, this is from May. So you got to figure at that point, we were really a few months into the pandemic. Things were, I mean, we were pretty much everybody was nipped in the bud uh, outside of some certain areas. Florida, I never felt like we totally closed. But, you know, obviously a lot of states did. And I thought those words and how they reflect. So you figure June, July, August, September, October, you know, six months later. And how relevant that message is still today. Relevant in the sense of their mindset, the, that party's mindset. That they, you know, what's a few jobs of people? Now, at that point, we closed down and a lot of jobs were lost. But I thought... When you look at where we've come from, you know, we're in our third quarter earnings, uh, did great. We rose by, I think it was uh, 38, uh, 33% or 33.1%. Jobs are at its lowest, seven months lowest, um, as far as the unemployment piece to it. And our economy is kind of taking that turn. You know, people are back to, you know, states are opening up, people are getting back to work. 
and how relevant those words are for when I think of those people that, because we got to remember back May, you know, there were rights, but not like it is today. Not like, like how many businesses have been destroyed? How many people's lives have been impacted from an economical standpoint? And this is, this is a person that was voted in. She's paid by taxpayers' money. And this is what she, you know, this is what she wanted to have people's mindset focused on. Let's, you know, just let's just close some businesses down. You know, it's the good for all. And and the and the key piece to this, which she wrote, small price to pay. That is a very communist, socialist mentality. You don't shut things down for the good of all. Meaning, she doesn't want Trump reelected. I don't know. Did you see it? So anyways, I posted it and ironically, someone said, oh, let's wait to see how quick Facebook, and we already know big tech has been censoring people left and right. It was a matter of minutes. So what they said was false information. The same information was checked in another post by independent fact checkers. So I'm going to tell you what uh, a lot of people, they, they rely on Soros. Most people don't realize that Soros, I mean, excuse me, um, Snopes, Snopes, as a fact checker. A lot of people rely on them for information. And most people do not realize that Snopes is owned by a married couple that are very liberal and live in California. So how well do you think you can trust their fact checkers? Not. And so when you click on um, why, they said the same false information was checked in another post by fact checkers. There are there may be small differences. Independent fact checkers say this information has no basis in fact. Well, yes, it does, because it's her tweet. So another example of big tech trying to shut down. And it doesn't matter for me that it's conservative, because I wouldn't want them shutting down a Democrat. I wouldn't want them shutting down an independent. I don't want them shutting down anybody. Take, take the policy, the political BS out of it. Big tech has no business censoring someone like myself, an average American, reposting a tweet that is a real tweet and saying it's not true. They are not credible. They're lying. They were on, uh, I believe, uh, the Congress yesterday. Uh, the guy, the CEO from Twitter freaks me out. It's creepy. He looks like, I'm not going to say it. He looks just like, well, he doesn't look just like Charlie Manson, but he had that Charlie Manson. He's just weird. Just like, uh, you know, I, I thought he actually was probably on weed or so, like some sort of drug, because he just was like a floozy. And this is what is going on in our world. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, censoring people. So they it's not about. Can't hear you. We just lost your audio. Can you hear me now? Yes. yes. Okay, so weird. See, it's I'm probably getting juju from Facebook because they don't like what I'm saying. Your microphone is not working. Please check your connection or use a different mic. No, my microphone works just fine. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. No. I'm sure this is Facebook going shutty. So what do you think about that? Well, there's not a lot of good things I can say about AOC. In fact, I can't say any good things about AOC. 
So the censorship, what I will say about that is Republican, Democrat, independent, liberal, I as well don't care what political party that you associate yourself with. Nobody should be censored. It's not their job to censor. Obviously, if something is hurtful, let's say toward children, um, you know, something like that, absolutely. But to <clears throat> fact check, I think the fact checkers need to be fact checked. That's what I think. <laughs> like, who are these people? Like, who did it? I just don't get it. But let's move forward. So. Halloween's this weekend. Oh, did you did you hear the news too? What? So think about. I think it was um, the weekend. Uh, it was a Friday the thirteenth. I believe it was in March this past year. It was a Friday the thirteenth. It was also a full moon, and it was the day spring. What is it? Spring forward because you gain an hour. Now this weekend again, Halloween, full moon, and fall back so we, we lose an hour isn't that weird you know they say that there are no coincidences although we reference when things happen like that isn't that a you know a coincidence right that's kind of what we say about something like that yes yep. it's, it's very weird and it makes you wonder <clears throat> like the universe is shaking it up and just so much going on, right? 2020 for everyone um, has been just a, a shit show. But that's the only way I, I really know how to describe 2020. But obviously what 2020, um, there's always blessings. There's always so much that you can look at within that tinted lining, right? The silver clouds of doubt. And there was a lot of clouds of doubt. There was a lot of heartache there was a lot of loss obviously um for instance my uh, very dear friend uh who's also my life and business coach um lost her mom right before the pandemic and she just recently lost her uncle which was her mother's younger brother so i want to send uh heartfelt condolences um out to her family um just so sad so sad all around but also there's been good news. For instance, our cousin Ralphie and his wife, Anna Marie, they're going to be grandparents again. So we are really happy for them, um, for their family. That's so exciting. So I, as much as I look at 2020, I look at all the different blessings that have come around. And yeah, and, and life is one big circle. I mean, when you think about it, we could we, you talk about that, the circle of life. Um, it's too, you know, we're in a circle, so it's infinity, it keeps going and going. Life doesn't stop. Life doesn't stop because we're having a, a pandemic. Life doesn't stop because we're having a bad year. You know, sometimes we, we like to pause it. We like to like hold on to things longer. You know, children growing up, they grow up so quickly. You like to keep them small and innocent and sweet uh, mm -hmm. longer than we're allowed. But I think if you look at the overall picture, that sometimes when we embrace that we're not in control and we embrace that we're only in control of how we react to things, 
I think it eases up that level of discomfort of stress or nervousness or the uncertainty of where are we going, you know, within, within a community, within our own personal lives, within our state, within our country. And I, I truly believe when we embrace and understand that there, the universe is very powerful. Our faith is very powerful, regardless of whatever faith, you know, whether you're Christian, whether you're Jewish, whether you're whatever you are, it does not matter. Uh, your, your beliefs are very powerful. And I think the universe is, is the one that is doing this big pivot, saying, you know what, we've got to do better. You know, you want to leave your legacy. You want to leave your mark. You want to leave your imprint. You always want to leave a conversation or a meeting or an event better than when you got into it. So if you're having a conversation like today on the podcast, we always love to leave our podcast knowing that maybe we imprinted someone's life. We maybe gave them something to, to think about. Maybe we gave them a, for instance, or an example on something that's going to better their lives. So we want to always leave our audience better than when we started. And I think if people as a whole always keep that in their mindset, that I want to leave this person, you know, I want that person to walk away with a smile that he had a conversation or she had a conversation with me. And it's not easy to do because we're all human, right? So we, you know, we, we get kind of get sucked into some of the social media stuff. I will be the first to, to admit that. And it's because we're human. That's the human piece to us. But I always try to go back to, um, matter of fact, to give you a short little example, uh, Donald Trump Jr. was here uh, the other day, and I believe uh, in Vero Beach, and Vero Beach is, is a small community. They were, he was at the fairgrounds, and I want to say it's about 3,500 people that attended. And, you know, there was a lot of, you know, there's a community Facebook group, and there's a lot of chatter. Oh, this is going to be a super spreader, you know, spreading the, you know, the virus and blah, 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 blah. And ironically, that day, um, the new trend came out and it really showed you, you know, how the cases were increasing, but in the trends it showed cases increasing, uh, new people on ventilators, new people on uh, hospitalizations and the death rate. So there was four lines and the only line that was actually going up was new cases. Everything else was low. So it really showed the trend that the, result of getting therapeutics, the result of more testing, the, the more people being mindful um, that we were in, and, and in addition to, you know, communities opening up and states opening up, that the therapeutics, all those things are working. So yes, while we're testing more, we're getting more cases, the trends were actually good. You know, the death rate is extremely, extremely low. Uh, hospitalizations are up a little bit, but ventilation is down. So there's not a lot of people going on ventilators. They may be going in, but they're recovering. So that's the good stuff. So, you know, I, I said, you know, I can go on, you know, this Facebook community group and kind of go back and forth with her. But I said, you know, let's focus on the positives. And so I posted the, the actual stats and she said, wow, you just totally eased my mind. And I'm so sorry I called it a super spreader. You're right. I wasn't thinking of that of it that way, but you're you're showing me something that is showing me that we are doing better. So you never know who you're going to impact. And I think if we go with the mindset that we hope that we taught somebody something, 
that they felt something that maybe made them think about something or you encourage them to take action on something. Those are things that I think we could all learn from each other and, and push that forward. What do you think about that? Oh, absolutely. And I think we all have to remember too, as we do see there, and there are rising cases in uh, Connecticut um, and New Haven pushed back to phase two. Um, and I didn't read the whole article about that, but I know that they did push back to phase two. We have to remember that more and more people are being tested. Therefore, that percentage rate of positive cases is definitely going to go up. Uh, somebody said to me um, the other day, and I forgot, I think it was when I ran into the store, well, don't you want to, you know, you, you should stay inside or something to that effect. And I said, no, I'm going to live my life. Of course, I'm going to be cautious, be cognizant. And when I got home, um, you know, a family member, um, you know, got in contact with me and uh, had to be self-quarantined for 14 days and was tested yesterday. Thankfully, everything is negative. So I'm very, very happy about that. But that doesn't mean that we stop living. And I think maybe that's where some of us are getting lost in the shuffle. And it's maybe that not technically that we're lost, but it's like, oh, I want to go out and do this. And, oh, no, I can't. Like, for instance, when the pandemic first happened, you know, I would run out to the grocery store, come right back. And then, you know, like once a week, I would want to go to Barnes and Noble. I just, I love going to the bookstore and walking around and I'm like, oh, let me run out to Barnes and Noble real quick. Oh, oh no, can't do that. <laughs> so I think when we focus on, no, I can't do that. No, I can't go here. Okay. Well, maybe some places you can't go, maybe some things you can't do, but what can you do in your own home? pretty much everybody has the internet, has access, for instance, to YouTube. So, you know, there's so many great things you can find on YouTube. The kickboxing studio, for instance, that's when they, they immediately hopped on that and they started doing the virtual classes. And of course, the virtual classes now are so popular that they are still doing the virtual classes. I did a virtual class this morning. So, and I probably do that about two or three times a week. So I can't physically, it's not that I couldn't go to this morning. I choose on certain days to do it virtually. That's okay. So let's start thinking about how we do things a little bit differently versus I can't versus I can. So how can you switch that around? And also keep in mind, the scientists told us all this would happen. And I think people forgot about that. And they told us in March that as you open up more and you now start almost relying, I won't say not relying, but you know, now you're kind of doing the herd immunity. People are about and whatnot, that as we get better with knowing what works for therapeutics and get a handle of really knowing the ins and outs of this virus, because they didn't, you're going to see a point where you're still gonna get more cases because now people are more comfortable to go out to get the testing, number one. Number two, it doesn't mean that we are going backwards. This is part of the natural way a virus works. You, you, know, you kind of shut down, you're in that pandemic, 
you start to slowly open up. And as you further go, the more you open, the more people will be exposed, but they also might be getting either, either some people are getting a mild case of it or not. I mean, look at President Trump. He, I mean, he didn't feel good for maybe 24 hours and boom, he got the therapeutics and he, and he felt pretty good. So I think we all knew this. And I think partly people forget that we were already told all this. So this to me, I'm not alarmed by it. Um, it's something that they did say would happen. And I think they've got a good handle on it. In addition to, obviously, they're working on those vaccines for those people that, you know, want the vaccination. So there's a lot of good things going out there. Um, I love the idea that so many people have pivoted their business to include things that are virtual. A lot of families are connecting that way, which makes it so nice. Uh, I just actually heard about a new company. Uh, it's been in the works for actually even before the pandemic, the summer before the pandemic. And now it's coming to fruition where it's going to be a cheerleading, also a cheerleading championship, but it's all going to be virtual. So you actually get to virtually compete against many, many, many different gyms. And I believe their, um, their first event is coming up shortly. It's a free event. So it's the first hundred teams to register. So again, allowing and making that pivot but here someone had the the uh, the opa to to like you know just think think about this even before the pandemic and now her dream and her goal is finally becoming a reality so i'm excited uh someone that i knew from the northeast who also lives in florida now so she's doing four events so i'm excited for her i'm excited for the kids i'm excited for the athletes because that's something if you're an all-star cheerleading you love it. I mean, it kind of sometimes starts out with, you know, maybe your parents like it a little bit more, but um, it's great activity. It's great teamwork, great camaraderie, great, uh, great way to compete uh, in a good way. And they're so athletic. I mean, what they're doing today versus what they did 10 years ago, the sport really has evolved. So it's so nice to see gyms and dance studios and cheerleading and uh, kickboxing and you know, just having that virtual piece to it. And I think it's something that is going to stick. I don't think it's going to uh, end uh, when, the, when, when we're finally past this virus, because I do think there is a need for people that, you know, value their time. Okay, that takes me 15 minutes to get to the gym. And then I, you know, get there, blah, blah, blah. And then 15 minutes, so that's a half hour. I could have already been done with, with my workout. So I think there's still going to be that need. And I think that's another great pivot for those small businesses that are finding different ways to make sure that we're all staying healthy, uh, getting the activity and deal with the virus at the same time. So it's all good stuff, but it's fantabulous Friday. How are you going to embrace today? How are you going to kind of kick it, not kick it to the curb, embrace it and do something fun. It's October 30th. Tomorrow's October 31st, Halloween. I will be, John and I will be celebrating officially being a Floridian for officially one year. We closed at our house. Cannot believe it. And I, and I, I go back to the memories and the pictures. So I want, I'm going to pose this question to all of you. Where do you think you're going to be three months from now, six months from now, a year from now? Are you going to be better off? Are you going to take charge? Are you going to embrace the Fantabulous Friday and say, I'm going to go out and do something good that's going to make me feel good. In addition to not making me feel good, I'm going to pass that on to other people and make them feel good too. So I am so excited for today. It is Carol Sue, a.k.a. Naughty Boss, live from Vera Beach. A little sun, a little gray, but that's okay. I played two and a half hours of pickleball and I'm feeling great. With two...
Sisters, and hey everyone, it's Janice, aka Wellness Diva, in a very snowy and cold New England. The weather is obviously bitter cold, a little raw out there, so stay warm inside, stay warm in your heart, stay warm to others. We hope you have a fantabulous Friday, and we will see you on Monday, Mindset Monday, and that will be November 2nd. Okay. Well, have a great day, everyone. Take care. Great weekend.